There's a new pimp in town, and its name is Blizzard. Ubisoft says DRM works and that the fans are confused. And Epic President Mike Caps seriously asks, what's the point of next-gen consoles? I'm not playing, he actually did ask that question. All that, plus more, on today's MASHcast. Best mechanical bull rider I've ever seen, Nick Santangelo. Goddamn right. Hey, yeah. what's up, everybody? Nah, I'm glad you liked that one. Yeah, oh, it's ridiculous how long I could stay on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe, if... I don't know. Never actually tried. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we're assuming. Part. Yeah. <laughs> you could just tell when you look at a guy, like, he looks like a mechanical bull guy. Yeah, it's in, like, the hips. <laughs> it's all in the hips. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're getting too deep into that, so we're going to let that okay. go. Fine. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, we are missing, uh, one Rob Hill Williams is not with us today. He's actually away. Zombies. Yeah, well, that or we, as we also call it, he's, uh, training with the Olympic, uh, synchronized swimming team. Oh, so, that's right. I was covering for him. Yeah. <laughs> he, it sounded sound more manly, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rob is away handling business, but, uh, so it's just going to be, uh, no, me and Nick today, then you're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. But we do have a lot of stuff to talk about anyway, so let's get into it. Uh, Nick, what you been playing? Uh, not a whole lot this week. In fact, I'm going to break a rule that we agreed upon. Well, I'm not supposed to talk about how I play Halo Reach, but <laughs> I'm playing Halo Reach a little bit. Yeah. You know, usual stuff online with my buddies. Other than that, the only thing I've been playing is Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, which is, uh, you know, the game came out some arcade, some of arcade this week on Xbox Live, which it looks awesome, really cool looking world, pretty neat cutscenes with some really great music, and then you get into the game, and it's like super quiet, like way too quiet. Like some games get away with just having gentle like ambience, but it's not working for me in this game, because <laughs> it, it's I think it's just like the world like looks so alive and everything. You expect like, oh, this is gonna be so awesome and like, you know, crazy stuff's gonna be happening. And it's just kinda it's kinda slow paced and dull, but it is fun. I've gotten a little farther in it now, got got some pretty cool boss fights. And there's some like light puzzling stuff, not that it's super hard, but just you know, it's kinda neat and enjoyable. Um Oh, I did wanna mention that I just I just got I told you before the podcast, Jarrett, I just got these fly by wire rocket yeah, things. Yeah. Which kinda cool. It's a cool idea, you know. The only problem is you have to control them with the right analog stick. That doesn't work for me, okay? <laughs> I don't have that dexterity in my right thumb. Like, you're just not used to doing that sort of thing with the right thumb. That That's a left thumb activity. I, I don't, there's no reason why you can't use the left stick to control it. 
Um, if you're left-handed, you're probably jumping up and down with, with joy. It's probably great for you. <laughs> but for those of us who are right-handed, it's just it's awful, and there's no way to change it, I don't think. It's just really annoying. But, yeah, I mean, it's a minor thing. It just That's where I got, like, the other night in the game. It just argh, it stuck with me. But, anyways, that's pretty much it. Yeah, didn't really play anything other than that. What about you, Jared? What have you been up to, man? Um, nothing much. I did break into season three of uh, of StarCraft Two, which is the only reason I'm I'm mentioning it because it's new season. Um, Fair enough. And this time I didn't get screwed over with my partner. Uh, oh, that's good for the first match. So that 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 really helped. Um, cause I usually play randoms, but um, I'm also playing Insanity Twisted Shadow Plan. Didn't get as far as you though. Like I didn't get to those rockets yet. Ha. So. Not yet. Um, love the way it looks. I love the hudless design and how everything like happens on the ship. Like you, the amount of damage you have is on the ship. Yeah, um, that is cool. Like, yeah, the damage you take and the health stuff. Like there's no nothing that has like a plus sign on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, those little those little glow things you pick up from the plants. Like that that part's cool. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. And they just kind of pop up too. Like when you take damage is when they appear. So like you know, you just know like oh, okay it's time to heal. Yeah, exactly. You could tell, like you said, though, because the ship looks really messed up. You know when you're about to die. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if you die, it's and there's, like, health around, it's your own fault, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I like the physics of the game, though. Like, the fact, you know, when you get the arm. and Yeah, the arm is cool. Yeah, you could, like, pick rocks up and throw stuff around. So, like, it's not just a twin-stick shooter. It's, like, it's part twin-stick shooter, part puzzle game, part exploration game. It's a really nice package for 15 bucks. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is definitely. It's. I mean, it's almost more like about like pulling shit and just moving around exploring than it is about shooting. That is very true. But um, that and I'm still playing Bastion, getting deeper into Bastion. I, I need to yeah. actually just buckle down and play it because I'm playing it like here and I'm playing it there. Um, there is you know there's a lot of stuff going on with the site right now, so I don't really <laughs> have time to sit down and play it. So um, yeah. That I've been playing. So those are my three, and even though I I played those three, I haven't been playing them for that much. You know, actually, one day I came home this week. I didn't even turn on my Xbox. It was a shock <gasps> because one of the first things I do when I turn when I come into my to my place is I turn on my Xbox. Right. I, I'm either like I'll play a game or I'll watch an episode of TV or I'll play DVDs, something. You know, but you know, not nothing. Yeah, came... mine's almost always on too. Just about like if if I'm not writing something for the site or just sitting back like watching sports on TV um, if I'm at home my Xbox is on doing something right yeah pretty much I went from my uh, you know my computer at work drove home and like get right onto my computer at home and then start working for the site so <laughs> that's my life right now I feel you I yeah. feel you <laughs> but uh, yeah so um yeah, that that we'll uh, we'll leave that alone, and let's just get right into the topics because um, we have a long topic list. <laughs> you know, usually we go well. I should say since we moved uh, to the hour format, we usually been keeping it to like well, trying to hit hour-ish. that hour mark. Yeah, yeah hour ish <laughs> the hour ish format. We've been you know we um we've been uh, doing like five, six topics. We have like nine topics tonight, so we're just going to go <laughs> and see what happens. Um, but we're going to start, let's talk about Ubisoft first. Sorry, not Ubisoft, Ubisoft, because they, they released that PSA from the Killzone, uh, Killzone developers. Did you see that? No, from the Killzone developers? Yeah, yeah, like they, uh, they had a little PSA about the pronunciation of Ubisoft. And they said, yes, the word comes from ubiquitous. 
Oh, okay. So it's like a little like 30, 40 second video. But yeah, it's like it's Ubisoft. So like See, I, I've heard it go back and forth for like years. Like it was generally accepted if it was like, oh, Ubisoft, and then like people started saying Ubi. And then I feel like we kind of drifted back towards the other one. Like, I don't yeah. know what dictates that. It's definitely... I feel like it's going in cycles, though. See, whenever I heard them... Like, whenever actually I heard th- their executives say it, I just thought they said it like that because they were French. Right. But it, it is actually Ubisoft. And, of course, like, you know, when you hear, like, Iwata say it, he says Ubisoft. He doesn't say Ubisoft. Yeah. You ever notice that? So. so Yeah, I was saying Ubi for a while. I, I I was pretty damn sure that was right, but then everybody started saying Ubi again, so I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Well, but I you, guess were, you were right, sir. Now we have it. Anyways, what happened with them, Jared? Please do tell our audience. Okay, so here we are back on the DRM kick. We talked about uh, the DRM on Driver San Francisco last week and how it's always on. Um, fans, of course, were furious. I didn't care because I'm not buying the game. <laughs> and, um, Whatever. Yeah, exactly. You want to put DRM in the game? Fine. Just have not nice, games I play. Have a nice day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they're basically, they're saying that DRM is a success and the fans are confused. Um, this, this is what they say about the, uh, the DRM, how they know it's successful. They said... They, I'm sorry, because I find this funny. <laughs> they it's said, moment, folks. It's, it's coming. They said that um, they have seen a clear reduction in piracy with their titles, which require a persistent online connection. And from that viewpoint, the requirement is a success. The reason I find this funny is because how do you know nobody's pirating your game? Like, are the are the hackers calling you like, hey, I tried to crack your game, and I couldn't, so I'm giving up, okay? You win. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not happening. It'd be if, funny if it did, though. Oh, dude, like, obviously, obviously, and this is how you know marketing people are talking and making these dumb decisions. People who don't play games or who don't deal with computers. Because, right. obviously, if you require a check-in online... You know what I'm saying? When they crack the game, they're going to sever that connection. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah, not I know what you're saying. they're not going to let the game communicate with your servers to check <laughs> to check if it's authentic because that would defeat the purpose. They they sever the connection. Like they they do whatever I'm not going to get into the technical details cuz honestly I don't know the technical details of how they crack it, but <laughs> they're not I mean they, like that's basically <laughs> what they do like at the end of the day, the cracked title will not talk to the the server, your server. Like you know, they, I, they, do I? I don't even know what else to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear to me. You know, I mean, I'm never, I've never tried to hack anything. <laughs> yeah, this I'm not this, just saying that. This is definitely, in my opinion, <laughs> the because um, well before this. Uh, I thought the worst argument for DRM was Epic saying that I think one third or half, something like that, of the of the copies of Unreal Tournament three were pirated, and they knew this. They yeah. said they knew this because of all the invalid key registrations they got. I thought that was the worst DRM argument I would ever hear. This trumps that. <laughs> Epic has they they've lost their spot. This trumper. Move over. We can do worse. That that is the message being sent here. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you would think 
I, they, they're kind of going against themselves here because you know they care about lost sales because they put the DRM on and they don't want to lose sale. You know, they don't want to lose sales of driver. But at the same time, it seems like they don't care about lost sales because there are going to be so many people who don't buy this. Yeah, just I'm generally against anything that is going to hurt the people that are paying for the game and obtaining it legally in any way whatsoever. Yeah, yeah I, I'm never I'm like, okay, I understand you got a problem with piracy. I'm not pioneering game. You know, you don't have a problem with me. Why am I paying a price? This is, I've, I've never liked DRM of any type. And I think most gamers probably fall in that same category. Not all. I've, there's always going to be two sides. But I think most people are going to agree with that. And just, it's just like, okay, I'm just going to go play a different game. You know? Unfortunately, you, you know, this keeps coming up, though. It's it's more and more. And it's like major publishers are doing this, too. Yeah. That, and that, it's, the funny it's thing just, is... Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say these aren't the little guys. You know, this you were talking like you know EA, Ubisoft, and Activision. Yeah, know? and it's funny because they're all talking about piracy, but when you have like an ind- independent developers, um, even large independent like developers like Valve, they don't talk about DRM. They all they all and when it comes up, they're like, it's not really necessary, and here's why. But yet you have EA and uh, Activision. Um, Ubisoft talking about DRM, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or putting DRM on all their games to protect their assets. Like, dude, if somebody wants it, they're going to get it. There's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, that's the thing. Of course, you're never going to fully stop it, no matter what you do. I mean, they know that, I'm sure, but they still just, you know, want to keep closing that gap further and further down. Yeah. I don't know if they actually are or not. They they seem to convince themselves that they are. You know, Or they the- just want us to be convinced. That yeah, they think that. <laughs> like, that's it. Like a hacker's really uh, reading this, you know, this post here, oh, and they're oh. like, "Oh no, I might as well give up now. I'm not even gonna try." Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say one more thing, and then we're gonna move on to the next uh, to the next point. Shoot! But if they really, really wanted to like, like crack down on um, piracy, they would flood the torrent sites and any other illegal channels yeah. with bad copies of the game. Right, right. That's what they would do. Because that works. You know how I know that works? Because when I used to pirate games, <laughs> if I came across like two, three, you know, bad copies of the game, I'd give up. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go buy it. You know what I'm saying? Man, it used to be easy to steal things. <laughs> you know what Come I'm on. And that was back when I you know, we had unacceptable. <laughs> we had this conversation uh, in in our uh in our uh piracy podcast you know that was back when i was a kid you know when i was uh you know younger didn't really have a job but you know now you know i'm all for buying buying stuff legit but if it's gonna hamper my gameplay or my experience because and this happened with the assassin's creed one with the the assassin's creed all two always on drm people would just drop out and then they their game would be gone (laughs) you know so yeah that's fun yeah. It's fun for everybody. Everybody loves that kind of thing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Oh, no, they don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Terribly mistaken. <laughs> I've just received word over the wire that, that is actually incredibly incorrect. <laughs> yeah. So Ubisoft, Ubisoft, good luck with that. <laughs> okay. Peace be with you. We're out to the next topic. <laughs> it's really about games. Yeah. Um. So Blizzard. The next our next topic is Blizzard. Um, introducing real currency into Diablo 3. Okay, so what this means is exactly the way it sounds. Um, you can use real money 
to buy gold, um, you can buy weapons, you can buy armor, um, and runestones in-game with real money. Okay, uh, I think one of the first outcries... They really, they were, they're probably even expecting to hear it, or that even happened where people were saying, "Oh my God, you know, it's gonna destroy the game. Rich people be able to, if you have money, you can buy all your weapons as opposed to playing and blah 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 blah." You know, right? Oh, uh, according to Blizzard, um, they will not sell games that affect. They will not sell games that affect gameplay. They will not sell items gameplay effect gameplay. Items. Yeah, items that affect gameplay. Sorry. I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, We're not going to sell any games that have any effect on our game. <laughs> oh, what sorry about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they will not sell any items affecting gameplay. And um, so, I mean, that's cool. Which me, what that tells me is that the like the armor, the weapons. And the rune stones. Well, I don't know how the rune stones would not affect gameplay, but the armor and the weapons, at least, um, will probably just be cosmetic. Because any any type of stat boost or anything like that is going to affect gameplay. Maybe the rune stones will make some type of sparkle go around you, give you some type of visual effect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Because people pay for that stuff. They just make you look like a panda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, people people pay for like cosmetic stuff, like those hats people buy in TF2. I mean, like, yeah. some of them say they give you bonuses, but I know when I shoot you in the face, you still die. So to me, that's just a cosmetic change. <laughs> so yeah, but I look cooler when I do it. Right? Yeah, look cool dying, dude. All right, <laughs> you're jealous. <laughs> Don't lie. My friends think it's cool. I bet. I don't have any friends. <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, they're saying they're not going to sell any uh, gameplay-affecting items. Also, they won't uh, post items directly to the auction house. Um, they're going to leave uh, the trading to the players. Um, now, here's the deal. You can actually, you can tr- actually, like, farm gold and get real money from it. Okay, and that's, you can actually trade your gold for cash. Blizzard won't be handling this. Um, they're saying they're going to be third parties that handle this for you and there will be fees associated with that. Yeah, that sounds a lot worse, to be honest. Yeah, so they're t- a lot basically- more dangerous than Blizzard handling it. <laughs> um, well, basically, I mean, like, for, for you know, I guess in terms of, like, video game years, for eons, <laughs> um, there have been, you know, everybody's heard of gold farmers. Since the dawn of time. Yeah, you know, the gold farmers and these these companies out there um, that, that, um, you know, basically farm golden games like WoW and they sell it. These are like legit businesses out in China. Um, So, you know, they farm gold and sell it in real life. Basically what Blizzard is doing is like, okay, um, we couldn't stop you in WoW, you know, because they couldn't. They tried, but they couldn't. They, They used to ban accounts. I think they even stopped that. I had a friend who got an account banned due to uh, buying gold. Got reinstated, okay. you know. Like, he was like, "Oh, whatever." Oh, really? we give, yeah, we give up. You know. <laughs> so now they're just like, "Okay, fine. We'll allow gold people, like you know, people to buy and sell gold, but now we get a cut." <laughs> okay, so now they're getting a piece of the pie. Um, also, um, any, I guess, any gold you, you accumulate in Diablo can be transferred to credits in the Battle.net system, and you can even pay for services such as, like, WoW or other third-party services. They didn't mention anything here. Um, right. But, you know, pay for stuff, you know, like, WoW. But basically, um, there's fees associated with the selling of items, 
you know, so like, let's say you you have a, a sweet breastplate, right? And you sell it to some dude, Blizzard gets a cut. <laughs> okay. They earned it. They've yeah. earned it. Come yeah, on. I mean, they designed it, right? And yeah. it's their system, right? Okay. I mean, you hustling on my block, I get a cut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when you withdraw sales proceeds, yeah, so this is, you get hit twice, it looks like. When you sell the item, Blizzard gets a cut, um, which I can totally Swift see. Every time. I can totally see people like, okay, I'm, I'm selling it for this much plus Blizzard fees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely. Just I mean, you see that on like, you know, eBay and stuff like, oh, I'm going to make this this much more to cover the PayPal fees. Exactly. Um and then there's also I, I, I'm not sure if I already mentioned this, but there's also fees for withdrawing. So yeah, I did say so they get yeah. you coming and going. Um Blizzard uh you know, they're just a whole bunch of pimps now. Maybe <laughs> I think us at Bachelor's Buttons should mail them a uh, a cane. <laughs> a cane and a fur coat and a, and a, and a fur hat. Uh, yeah, a, I was going to say, don't a, get that hat now. Don't with forget a pair, that. With a pair of dice for their oh, lowrider. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, that's what happened in Diablo 3. I'm curious to see how it turns out. Um, I'm not going to be spending any money on that. You can, you can be sure of that, but I am sure a lot of people will. Oh yeah, oh, I have yeah. no doubt that this thing will be all kinds of money poured in this. I don't even doubt it for a second that people will spend ridiculous amounts of money. And I'm sure this will even promote business, like you know, in the United States or other places where it was kind of illegal, <laughs> you know, or it was, right. it was it was illegal to you know um to to farm gold and sell it like now. You can make a like a legit business out of farming gold. Now yeah. I have like lots of room for I mean lots of uh need for cheap labor now. I need to go find like some some like kids, you know, or something <laughs> kids or Yeah, you know, it's their uh, little brothers to us. Um mash those buttons. We're in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Uh just mailing over here. We're yeah. space in the uh, executive MTB offices right now. Yeah, just please make sure you poke <laughs> holes in the boxes because we had an incident last time and Oh, I, I think yeah. we're not to talk about that. Yeah, I'm just, said that we're not. To, you know, oh, right, right. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, we also have some other Diablo news, which is a, a bit of a sad face um, for the community in general. And it's that no mods. Well, basically, Diablo three will not allow mods, which I found a bit surprising, seeing how mod happy the community it currently is, and the fact that modding is so successful in StarCraft two. Um, I was a bit like surprised, but then at the same time, and I've been, you know, I've been thinking about this for a couple years now. Um, you know, with games like Battlefield, Modern Warfare Two, or Battlefield Bad Company, Modern Warfare Two not allowing mods, and I have come to the conclusion that these companies don't want to allow mods because mods keep their games alive, but they don't want the games to live that long because they want you to buy their next game. It's a very plausible theory. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's the and thing. You look at console where that's not allowed, and just how much money is made off a of DLC because it's you know buy the first party stuff or nothing. Yeah, I mean, look at how, there's still a truckload of people playing Modern Warfare. The mods are keeping that game alive, but I can almost guarantee that when Modern Warfare Three comes out, nobody's gonna be playing Modern Warfare Two. Right. Yeah. You know that's the thing. Like Modern Warfare is alive because of mods. Counter Strike. Alive because of mods. Even I'm not even talking about source. I'm talking about 1.6. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, there's still certain Unreal mods that people play, 
you know, uh, Half-Life, you know, different Half-Life mods that people play and keep those games alive. Yeah, it's astounding the life that those things can have. Exactly, really but is. now they're taking, like, mods away, you know, <laughs> and because they want you to buy their new, their, their new hot game when it comes out and not be like, not, you know, play the new hot game or hear about how bad it is, you know, and then be like, oh, no, I'm just going to keep, keep playing this. Right, right. You know, so. Yeah, um, I mean, look what happens in friggin' Elder Scrolls and the friggin' mods that go on with those games. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel. I mean, I'm not a big uh, Diablo fan. Actually, I probably, be honest with you, I probably won't even get Diablo 3. I mean, I played 1 and 2, thought it was cool, but um, I'll be in whatever season of StarCraft I'll be in, I won't have time <laughs> to play Diablo. Oh, you're still <laughs> playing that game? Oh yeah, still playing. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I was not aware. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll probably um, be seventy screaming Zerg Rush. <laughs> you know, so. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never played Diablo at all, so we're probably not the best guys to be talking about this. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, yeah, I know I've seen Diablo quite a bit. It it always looked interesting, and obviously a lot of people rave about it. It has a good story, and that's the only reason why I might buy it. It has a good story, and um. I think uh, it's actually all the Blizzard games have good stories. Warcraft. I was gonna 3, say yeah, Blizzard. I see the presentation with their stories. And everything is always top notch. Always. Yeah. I mean, Warcraft had a good story before WoW. Um, Starcraft yeah. has a great story, and Diablo, as of right now, has a great story. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, Diablo three community. I feel your pain. This um, sucks. I mean, it's almost like you know, just put it on console instead. Almost. almost. Obviously, there's still some, you know advantages there but that's always one of the biggest things you hear from pc guys will say you know like oh i was oh i was not aware i didn't know you had that super cool awesome mod that i've been playing on your xbox i'm like oh oh you don't have that oh oh okay yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you don't have that it's like you know yeah all right so uh we're gonna move away from that and let's talk about the ps vita um as you know, Nintendo has not been doing very well, <laughs> as we talked about last week. That's being way too nice. And the the PS Vita coming out in the holidays would have been like a crushing blow, even with the uh, you know the price drop of the 3DS. That's not happening anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, that is not happening anymore. Basically, it has been confirmed that the PS Vita will not be available in the United States of America or Europe before 2012. Yeah, this and is not a rumor at all. This just, has been confirmed. Be this comes from Kazhirai at, at Sony. Yeah. Okay. He went on record and said this. Both North America and Europe, you're not going to get it until 2012. Uh, he didn't want to get into any specific data on that, so we really have no idea. It will be out in Japan before the year's over, which, I mean, you know, we all knew that was happening. Uh, they previously said there was going to be a phased rollout and kind of made it sound like it was probably going to be in the other territories, at least North America, this holiday. But never never did they actually say it definitely would be. So they're So they're not actually calling this a delay, which I, for once, I mean, I guess you can actually make a good point for that. That it's, you know, they never fully. Oh, yeah, it's not a delay because they never said for sure, like, yeah, we're going to be out this holiday season. It was kind of implied, but it was never said. Yeah. They'd be like, yep, we didn't say it. You said it, not us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh You know, so, you know, unfortunately, because I am really looking forward to the Vita. Um, So, unfortunately, we will not uh, be seeing that this holiday season. 
um, on the I just flip. Hope oh, there's, sorry, go ahead. I just hope there's some space between when that launches and when the Wii U comes out next year. Spread these things out, guys. <laughs> don't, don't make me spend all this money at once, please. Um, I think it will be. I don't, but I don't want to get too much into the Wii U. Maybe. Well, I if they come out at the same time, the PS Vita is winning for me. Really? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm gonna get both eventually. Eventually, yeah, I'm gonna get both. But, but... I probably get the Wii U first, probably. I don't know though. I don't know though. I mean, I, I don't. I'd like to know what what game I'm gonna be playing on it first. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what game I'm buying with the thing yet. I will be getting it, but I need to see something that I want to play before I actually get in line. Yeah, that's like I don't know if I want to get a uh, a Wii U launch because, well, as of right now, Nintendo's track record with launch titles is not that great. Unless they're launching with a Mario game, which they haven't done since Nintendo sixty four. Right. Yeah. I mean. And the problem with that was you had Mario 64, which is one of the best games ever made. And then you had Wave Race, which is like cool distraction. And you really didn't have anything else. And that's why exactly. like, it was so popular when it first came out. And then you saw people were just returning them in mass. There's nothing else to play. Oh, yeah. Game- I mean. GameCube, they did a better job with having... There were, there were like three or four games that came out in the launch window that were actually pretty damn good. But there wasn't, there wasn't Mario. But, I mean, you had Smash Bros., which is great. Rogue Squadron and some other things, but you know the way it was like, here's Zelda, which is really a GameCube game, and then, um, well, I mean, get Zelda. Did you get it yet? Get Zelda. <laughs> was like it. Yeah. So, but no, I guess back to the Vita. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, terrible tangent. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it happens. But um, yeah, the Vita, and it's still. They actually asked asked the. Uh, I asked him about the price, and he says we're still standing at our price point at that two ninety nine to two two ninety nine and two forty nine, which I think is is a good idea. Um, only because I think it does so much. <laughs> it does. Yeah, people were so happy when they made that announcement that that was the price. People were stunned that it was going to be two hundred fifty dollar model. Exactly. Like for what it does, I I, I thought we were gonna. I thought I was going to be buying a four hundred dollar handheld. Yeah. I that would have been a problem for me. That would have been. I would have said no. That's too much. I'll wait for it to come down. I would have been upset, but that's. I would have been upset complaining as I'm pulling the money out of my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still would have got it eventually. I probably would have waited for a price drop though, which is what I should have done with the 3ds. But then I would have been able to bring you that wonderful Zelda review. Yeah, and at least you get 20 games. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know what the thing with that is? Those games that they're giving me, they're, they're great games. Some, they're all fantastic games. I have almost every one of them on another system. Oh, yeah. And any of them on handhelds. Says, I, Nintendo is infamous for all that, you know, bringing out their games over and over again. They have such a tremendous library, but I'm glad they're doing something, though, you know, in their defense, because a lot of companies would just do nothing. Just be like, oh, you bought it first? Well, too bad. I mean, Nintendo included has done it in the past. Everybody has. But anyways, you know, Vita not coming this holiday. So the 3DS, maybe a little bit of a chance to regain some ground because it's obviously had a horrendous launch. Yeah. There's really very little worth playing on it. There's really nothing from third parties on it right now. And the few games that were coming have been pushed back, like Shinobi and a couple other ones. We had Sega actually came out and said the reason they pushed it back is because... Nobody had it. Yeah, Yeah, he's got it. So with Vita out of the way and with that down seventy dollars um i think nintendo really has to transition more away from having so many ds's out there too because people are still buying that up because it's such a fantastic system they're fighting against themselves a little bit i i don't think the thing's going to sell like gangbusters but 
it's definitely going to do better than it would have if had Vita been out. Yeah. So, um, see that, you next year, Vita. Yes, I'll see you next year. I'll be waiting. <laughs> but, um, He's in line right now, folks. Yeah, we do have uh, a bit more Vita news, which is more good news for the devs. I, I guess it's also good news for the average person too. And yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Basically, what happened? What's been happening is uh, I shouldn't say what's been happening. What had happened was um, <laughs> basically uh, one of the developers from uh, Rubicon actually. This article doesn't specify if it's if if the developer's name is Rubicon or if it's Icon Games. Yeah, it's a little shady. Yeah, uh, but either way, um, this person is an indie developer. All right, uh, they showed their game to Sony. Sony liked the game and gave them four dev kits for free. That's pretty big. <laughs> um, that yeah. is a you know one dev kit. Cost some, cost some, you know, couple dollars. Cost a couple dollars. Like I think, um, if you were to try to buy like a a development PS3, I think it's like a, around a grand. You know, something like that. It's, it's valued very uh-huh. high. You know, um, but these, uh, you know, this isn't a PS3 dev kit, of course. It's a it's a Vita dev kit. But uh, you know, Sony like to app send them some dev kits and. Uh, yeah, so indie, if indie developers can get the development kit for free, um, that says a lot. You know, indie developers will be more inclined to develop for the Vita and give you more game options. Another thing I like about this is the fact that they just didn't—he didn't just apply for it and they sent him one. They looked at his game first, liked it, and then said, "We'll send you a dev kit for free." Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool move. My only question with it is: this just a situation where? Um, where two things, where it's just this game looks that freaking awesome uh, that they're like, oh, we got to get this out, and because you know we're in we're in the push to leave at the launch. Obviously, as we just mentioned, not till next year now, but still like, hey, we want some games available, we want some downloadable indie stuff. So we're we're gonna give out a few free dev kits up front, or is this gonna end up being something that they're gonna make you know a regular policy of handing out free dev kits to indie studios with interesting you know promising titles? Well, for the life of the Vita, because Sony doesn't say anything. Right, you're right, and that's kind of what I was getting at. They um they had to like the game first, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had to think it had some promise. They actually had to click like on his Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. That's how <laughs> it was the process. And the reason I like that is because you know you if if you give out dev kits for free, a- anybody who knows how to make even a crappy game could you know <laughs> they can yeah. they can they can push a game out. It's and, better for the consumer that there's quality control and that exactly. it's not given to everyone. But if that, you're an indie developer and you're like, well, hey, do I get one? Yeah. Well, and the thing or is, four. like, it it cuts down on clones. Like, that is a huge problem in the in the App Store right now, in the iTunes App Store. Right. Clones. Right. Like, I think we talked about it before, but the developer of the blocks cometh. Like, somebody cloned his game, like, a month and released it, like, a month before his game came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that. It's, it was just really messed up. I felt, I felt really bad for that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, and then just somebody just like, oh, we'll take that. So, I mean, in terms of gaming, if if this plays out the way I think it is, in terms of gaming, the, the Sony App Store or whatever they're going to call it, because, you know... Apparently, Apple owns the word App Store. <laughs> um, words, sorry. Um, you know, if it turns out the way I think it is, this means that, you know, you're going to have maybe not as many games as the, the iTunes App Store, but you'll have 
a larger selection of quality games that are not clones. That's huge to me. I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That, that I mean, that's one of the biggest problems with when you go in the app stores. You know, it's just scroll through all the junk to find those few good games. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's kind of a, the Wii retail shelf syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good games in there. There really are, but just... You, you got to dig for them, you know? Yeah, that's like, thing. really dig. Right, you know, the easier it is for, the, for you to find the good games, the better. And, I mean, it just shows that there is still a market for like for handheld devices there's so many people saying oh there's no market you know the market is dying for the handhelds you know what i'm saying but there's a market like if you're a gamer and you want to game portably like for real <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you oh, need, i know what you're saying yeah <laughs> you need a 3ds I, I, I think they do yeah. you need a 3ds you need a ps vita or a psp like right now for example um i'm pretty sure my um i have a samsung charge uh i'm pretty sure my charge can play games at the level of graphics as same as like a uh let's say a psp so technically speaking i can play a game like uh kingdom hearts you know uh on there yeah but the thing is like do i really want to play with just a touch screen no i want the buttons as well like there's just a certain experience you get with a handheld gaming, you know, device that you don't get with a phone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I have argued that endlessly with, with you know, iOS fanboys, which, you know, I'm not saying, like, oh, Apple is terrible and everybody Apple stuff. There's nothing cool on there. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, this is a cool stuff. And that serves its own purpose. There there really aren't games on there, though, that are replacing the games that I can play on 3DS. Even the very few games I could play in 3DS, but still, they're there. <laughs> and, and the PSP, and to a greater extent, the DS. You know, like, you're not replacing that with any iOS device right right now, anyways. I'm sorry. You're not doing it. You're not selling me on touch controls for everything. You can put those, you know, fake fake uh, sticks and everything on the touch screen. It's still, it's not the same, and you just don't have that massive experience. That It does something different. It does something cool. Like we've discussed before, you know, I'm waiting in line. I'm stuck at the airport whatever i'm at the office waiting for a meeting to get started yeah you're screwing around on your phone and whatnot oh yeah that's cool i'm glad we had that technology it's not replacing nintendo and sony's handheld systems at least not anytime soon yeah. and maybe not even ever because like you know people talk about how much how reach apple has like sony is a enormous company with unbelievable amounts of funds and Nintendo, even though they just do video games, Nintendo has a ton of money, okay? Especially <laughs> after what they went through with the Wii. Even though they lost a lot of money this year, they still have like an unbelievable amount of money. Okay? I mean, the, their former president, Hiroshi Yamauchi, uh, for those who don't know that's the Yamauchi family, family founded Nintendo way back in the 19th century. And Yamauchi was president until a few years, like five years ago. Yeah. He lost $320 million, they're estimating, on that. Um, on that whole fiasco, yeah. yeah, with the stock that they recently went through, he's still the richest man in Japan, believed to be. Okay, <laughs> that's the kind of money Nintendo pulls in, so they're just going to keep adapting and doing more creative things. And yeah. maybe the 3DS won't be a successful thing, but you know they're gonna they're gonna repackage it with better features and cheaper and a longer battery and all that. It. The point is that I'm trying to make. <laughs> I'm getting to it, people. <laughs> is that these systems are not going away. Real gaming handheld systems are not going away anytime in the near future. There's still a big market out there for both. 
Right, exactly. And you just said everything that I could possibly say, so... You I'm know, terribly sorry. Yeah, no, 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 that's good, that's good. You keep that alive. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're not trying to work too hard tonight. <laughs> hey, I I'm work hard kidding. all the time. Of course you do. We're going to move on on that point. You just totally soured my mood. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> I just joking. killed the podcast. I'll <laughs> shut up for a while. And well, go. Yeah, we're going to talk about Origin. Uh, this is going to start our EA hate segment that I guess we've been doing for the last three weeks. At least some part of the podcast sprinkles a little addictive. hate. Yeah, sprinkles a little hate on EA, but they keep on giving us news that makes it so easy. So <laughs> They just can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. So um, this article, it comes from BitTech, and it's regarding the terms of service for Origin. Um, so this this little excerpt was found in the in the uh in the ter- in the terms of services uh if you have not used your entitlements or account for or for 24 months or more and your account has associated entitlements your entitlements will expire and your account may be canceled for non-use says the terms it's kind of messed up what that means for those who don't understand what i just said Huh? If you buy stuff on Origin and then you don't use Origin for two years, they'll cancel your account and you will lose your entitlements. I put air quotes on that because that means you will lose your stuff, your games, your DLC, everything. Okay? Ouch. This is in it. Now, EA fired back saying uh, we're doing it as a precaution for people who... Um, you know, make account make accounts for illegal purposes, for whatever reason that may be. You know yeah, they I mean? they they came back out with that statement that you just said and kind of said, "No, hold on, hold it, wait, 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 hold on, don't don't ever go get mad at us again. Wait for it." Uh, basically saying that, yeah, this this is not going to affect uh, people who just don't play their system. But I don't know. I mean, that's what it. How do you for, tell the difference? Yeah, and that and that's what it sounds like in the terms of service, like. I, it, I can see if somebody made an account and had no games on it, no no paid material on it. Okay, that's one thing. But dude, if I if you buy stuff, I, your odds are you're not doing it for something malicious. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's something totally different. And actually, here they do define what an entitlement is: paid and free downloadable content, unlockable content, digital and or virtual assets, right to use. Oh, what does that say? Right to use tied to unlock keys or codes, serial codes, and or online authentication of any kind, in-game achievements, and virtual or fictional currency. So just a few minor things, then? Yeah, just, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's everything. Yeah. Oh, sorry. you're right. I, mi- I must have misheard. Yeah. 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 Like- On the one hand, I'm like, well, I mean, if you don't play the thing for two years... You know, like who's not playing it for two years? But the, I, I don't know. What if you're in the military or something, and get deployed somewhere? Well, yeah, exactly, and dude. That's like you know, like for example, I have Zone of Enders like sitting in my in my in my rack over there. I have definitely not played that game for over two years. That's like a little like a little you know button went off, you know, no button, but a little signal went off. That I didn't play for two years, and Kojima was like, "Give me it back." That's what that, <laughs> that's what the uh, you know he called me and was like yo you got to give me my game back 
<laughs> You've waited for two years. That, that's what that's like. Your doorbell rings. Gucci comes out the door. Yeah, and I'm like, we're gonna oh. need that door to the editors, share it. Yeah, exactly. You've been neglecting it for two years. Sorry. Um, Can this get an autograph? Uh, also, that Metal Gear Solid Three subsistence. Yeah, we need that back too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yep, so. we're just gonna take all your Konami games. Actually, just just give us all of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, so th- this is dumb. This is dumb. I'm yeah. calling it. This is bad, and this is why I do not use Origin. Uh, I need to get like a flag or a T-shirt or something that says "Steam powered" on it. It's <laughs> like so I can fly my flag when I talk badly <laughs> about Origin, mm-hmm. and that you know Origin so-called not competing with Steam. Yeah, right. Get real. It's <laughs> the stupid crap that Nintendo says all the time. We're not really competing with Sony and Microsoft. We are aware that it's the same people kind of buy some of that stuff, but it's not really directly competing because, you know, we're Nintendo, so we kind of do our own thing. Like, that's what, like, EA is saying. Like, I mean, because we're EA, it's obviously, you know, it's different. Totally different. You know. <laughs> it gets with an O instead of an S. So, I mean, you can see <laughs> how that's wildly different. And our, our logo's orange. Yeah, look at that thing. I mean, that doesn't look anything like Steam, so clearly... Not competing. Yeah. You guys understand, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a bunch of bullcrap. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they're competing. And I don't. I think everybody realizes that. Yeah, so... Yeah, that, that concludes part one of our EA hating session. Um, part two is... Well, this is not hate. So, th- this is just me informing you <laughs> that EA season ticket... Uh, see uh, that the EA Sports season ticket is now available for you to purchase. Do what you will with this information. Do what you will with this information. Discretion. Yeah. This doesn't affect me because I don't play EA Sports games. I really don't care. I do have a question. I do have a question that I'm going to ask at the end of this little segment. (laughs) And feel free to answer me in the forums. Okay? Or in the forums, but on the site or Facebook, wherever. Um, so basically the EA uh, Sports season ticket And first of all, let me just clear one thing up I know for the last two weeks we've been talking about You know, EA talking about Going into gaming as a service And having a service that gives you subscription access To games I don't think this is it um, This is something that we totally didn't see um, Yeah Yeah, basically with the season ticket Costs 25 bucks a year And what you get is you get early access To games three days before release now, okay, well, I'm going to finish the feature list first. So you get three access to games three days before release, okay? Um, right. You get 20% off of DLC, and you get uh, free premium web content. I guess stuff that of the rest of us would have to pay for. Premium. Premium. Different hats. Yes. <laughs> so It's always hats. You know, if you don't want to, like, if you want to wear, like, I guess the uh, the leather, the leather helmets in Madden, I guess you'll have that option. <laughs> yeah, you get the third jerseys that they wear. You, you get, like, the baby blue Chargers jerseys and you, that sort of thing. <laughs> right. So, okay, so, first of all, with the early access, you get three days before, you will be able to download the game digitally to your console or PC, uh, but nobody plays Madden on PC, so... Whatever, um, you know, Still you'll be able to download it. Cool so far, you'll though. Download three days before release. Now, it's cool that you get to play three days before release, but on release day, you will have to go to the retailer and pick up the disc to continue to play it. After three days, the digital copy expires. Okay, so I guess you were gonna pick it up anyway, but that's kind of dumb. Like one of the that was one, completely dumb. One of the uh, the advantages should have been that okay, you get a, you can totally not go to the store and get this, 
But you know, like I, <laughs> when I read that GameStop was backing this, I'm like, oh yeah, there's got to be something happening in store. <laughs> got to be, like, there's got to be because they are holding on to that brick and mortar, pay, you know, uh, business model for dear life. Right, right. Claw- yeah. <laughs> they got their claws deep in it. <laughs> and they are holding on for dear life during the tornado. Yeah, of so, course they do have their what, what's I forget what the name of it is. Their um, downloadable service. Oh, Impulse. They, the, yeah, the one I didn't hear have, about until they bought it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but obviously their primary moneymaker is still the brick and mortar. They don't want that to go away anytime soon. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. If if GameStop is backing it, then it's got to have something to do with the actual package games. Yeah. So the 20% off of the DLC, that's something we've been seeing with publishers recently. Um, the Rockstar Pass from Rockstar. Um, you play the new You Play Pass from uh, Ubisoft. And, um, well, now EA doing it with this, at least with the sports. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to come up with another pass for other stuff like Mass Effect 3 and the other EA games. And that's when I will get angry. Yeah. Um, Not now, but soon. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we cross that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the first piece of free web premium content is the Creation Center for FIFA 12. Supposedly, it allows for greater customization of tools. Um, I'm sorry, greater customization tools, uh, including team, uh, team and tournament building. I mean, I think this package for, is for people who are really, really into EA sports games. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, Which certainly there are a lot of people. It's not us, but obviously there are millions and millions of those people. Yeah, yeah. There are, yeah. I I guess, I don't know. I I, I can't make a decision on whether or not this is a good deal or is it a bad deal. This, to me, is like a glorified subscription-based demo program, pretty much. That's That's pretty much what it sounds like to me. We, like, uh, you can play this. Obviously, you get the full game, but it's you know, hey, you get to tool around with this for a little bit or three days in advance. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like you're paying to be a beta tester. Almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's almost until there's that day one patch, and then that is exactly what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like I know EA kicked around the idea before of paid game demos. Like instead of having the regular game demos that you get like off of X, you know, off of Xbox, yeah. you pay ten bucks for the demo. The demo lasts for like two hours, so you get a really good un- you get a really good feel of the game. And then after that, you have the option to pay for the rest. So like you can either, you know, you either lost ten bucks because the game sucks, or use that ten dollars toward the sixty dollar price tag and you just get the whole game. So you made out, but still, like you pay, you're paying ten bucks for a crappy two hour game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the that was I know that they were kicking that idea around. I always had a problem with that because I dude, was like, dude, I pay ten bucks for amazing XBLA games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, why would I pay ten bucks for a crappy demo? I'm not saying that all the demos are crappy, but that's the risk you take. You gamble on ten bucks. So it looks like they took that idea and they packaged it in, into this this whole thing. You know, with the with the full game demos, uh, like you know, three day, well, you know, three because that's what they that's what they say here, full full game demos, um, which they could have just said full game because the full game you're you're uh, you're playing, um, three days in advance, you know, yeah. that uh, you have to be a huge fan for this to matter, you know, you have to be a huge huge fan for this to matter. 
But a lot of people line up to get Madden at midnight. Like a lot of people. Yeah. So there there are people that are huge fans. There definitely are. I don't, I still don't know if they want to pay an extra twenty. I'm sure bucks. someone will. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I obviously there's no doubt some people are gonna get on this. I, I mean, if you use if you use all of those features, it's it's a deal for you. Um, especially if you use it for more than one game. You know what I'm saying? I think and, it's just hard for the two of us to see the allure of this because we yeah. just don't care about these games. You know what? One thing that this might do, though, one good thing is, like, let's say there's a new game coming out, like, you know, a FIFA or another sports game, and you're not really sure about it. You can download it three days before it comes out and literally try the whole game before you go to the store and buy it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So that's cool. So I guess this is not so much EA hate. It's more like, you know, is it worth it? That's that's the segment we're on right now. Is it worth it? So I don't know. Like for me and Nick, obviously, no. But for for you sports fans out there, it actually might be. It might be. Look at me changing my tune. (laughs) <laughs> Around. Hey, see, I'm a rational guy. I'm a rational okay, guy. Okay. Yeah. You know? All the stuff EA said was total, just complete lies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've gotten comments from certain people who listen to podcasts saying I'm a gaming snob. I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> I am not a bad you're a pretty guy. Pretty bad guy. No, I'm not. No, you're not. No. You're not. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate oh, your I... candor. <laughs> but no, um, I've never heard you say anything that hasn't just been like, this is how I honestly feel. You know. If it's something that you think is going to be good, then uh, you know you'll promote it like anything else and tell people. But if if it sucks, it just sounds dumb. Like you know, people get mad a lot when when you say something that they are excited about it doesn't sound good. It's like, well, you you're still allowed to be excited for it just because Jared or I don't like it. You're still allowed to, okay? That's true. Because we think it's dumb. Actually, we would enjoy if you would actually discuss it. <laughs> so yeah, tell us tell us if you disagree with us. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if you hate us. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we definitely love to hear about it, and leave your address as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah. Um. We're gonna we're gonna get away from EA at this point. Uh, we're gonna talk about something that makes me angry. Um. This is a uh, an article from Industry Gamers, uh, who I guess uh had a talk with uh, Mike Caps, who is the president of Epic. The title of the article is, What's the Point of Next-Gen Consoles? When I saw that, I immediately was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, once again, we got somebody, you know, uh, casting Doom on on console gaming. Doom! And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we have somebody casting Doom on console gaming and saying that mobile gaming is going to take over. And when I say mobile gaming, just to clarify, so I don't have to say it several times, we're talking phones and tablets. Okay? Um, not just phones. Well, I'm convinced. Um, excuse me, I'm going to have to throw my Xbox out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, next... wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Maybe we should think about this for a second. Yeah. For for a few seconds. So basically, um, what Mike believes is that by the time next-gen consoles come out, smartphones will be as powerful as the current Xbox. And basically what that means is if things progress the way they have been, by the, I guess, before the next, after the next-gen consoles, the generation after that, before that generation comes, because consoles take so long to refresh, um mobile devices will have surpassed consoles at that point. Okay, that's what he's saying. 
which that technically speaking may be true. I can't say for one hundred percent. I'm not going to say and tell you one hundred percent sure that no, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Because that <laughs> it's definitely something that possibly could happen only because of how long the consoles take to refresh. Okay. He also thinks that you know mobile devices well right now mobile devices are connected to tv i was just telling nick that my charge i have an hdmi out um port on my charge so i can connect my phone to my tv so what he thinks the future of gaming is is you hooking your phone or your mobile device up to your tv and basically like hooking up like a bluetooth controller to the device and playing your games that way okay that's what he thinks the future is actually a quote from him here. Uh, from him here is your iPhone 8 will probably be wirelessly connect. Will probably wirelessly connect to your television set to give you that big screen gaming experience. So really, what's the point of next gen consoles? I got a couple problems with this. Um, Let's hear them. I, I am so tired of people trying to be ahead of the curve and trying to. Um, I mean, it's good that people try to be ahead of the curve and all, but like this is getting ridiculous. Every week, we talk about somebody casting doom on some part of the industry. Somebody's and, probably doing it right now. Somebody's doing it right now. Recording it. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll hear about it in the next Mashcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, First of all, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they pour big bucks into their consoles. Um, they're not going to let them stagnate. They will continue to put new features in their consoles that make them different from mobile devices, okay? Um, and here's the thing is, like, I was telling Nick, and I'll just say it earlier, and, may, and we might even discuss a little bit, there's only one thing that console makers need to do to stop this from happening. Dead cold in its tracks. Because he's absolutely right. Console, especially the more powerful consoles get and the more expensive they become to develop, um, the longer the refresh cycle is. Because, you know, it took Microsoft a while to actually start getting money back from the 360. You know, they oh, were yeah. just, they were, just oh, yeah. they were recouping from their development costs. The first Xbox was a complete loss. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, so, uh, first of all, in terms of graphics development, your your mobile phone will never be look as good as PC, okay? Or, I mean, I, I'll say this. Maybe your mobile phone does look as good as PC because your PC sucks. That'll be the only reason. That'll be the only reason. Because, you know, when they make these cards, unless they stop developing graphics cards for for computers, like PCs and Macs, that's the only reason a phone would bypass a computer. But they're not going to let that happen. Why? Because they use graphics cards, or not necessarily graphics cards, but the graphic technology for other items, like to make 3D movies, <laughs> you know, or CG yeah, movies. The next Doom thing, though, Jared. You know, maybe that could be the next thing someone says is doomed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to listen to them because they're saying it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but it's just... I, I'm so tired of it. I'm, I'm with you all the way. Like, it's, it's so dumb. You're right on the PC thing. Like, PCs, like, you might catch up. Eventually, the mobile, mobile platforms will be as powerful as the PCs now. But the PCs aren't just sitting still. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sliding scale. It's just going to keep going. Exactly. You like... can't catch up. Like, you cannot do it. It's just going to keep getting more and more powerful. And I'm so tired of just constantly, like, this thing is doomed and that thing is doomed and this will never work. This is the future. Everybody else is wrong. Can't everybody be a little bit right? <laughs> Most people. Not, all right, everybody can't be. but Some, you know, some people. It's more than one. This is not yeah. Highlander. 
it's you know, I mean, it's not at all like the industry has expanded wildly over the past ten years. Exactly. You know, that hasn't happened, has it? Oh no, that did happen. That's right. Did these guys miss that? Like the industry just keeps growing and just expanding into so many different markets and just new ideas that nobody ever thought of. Like the the thing that's probably going to be doomed is the one thing I can't even think of it right now. But whatever no one's saying is doomed is probably what's actually that's just going to die off because yeah, nobody's talking about nobody it. Ever thought about is or, or something people have seen and just laughed off completely. It's going to be the thing that's going to be crazy successful. Everybody wants to be. Every publisher and developer wants to be that guy. Ten years from now, it's like, hey, remember when we told you? You heard it on Mashcast number sixteen. We had the proof. Jared, it, it cut it up, but we were right. You know? <laughs> but if they're wrong, you'll never hear about it again ever. Exactly. But it'll just go away. And because they're talking next next gen, it's so far down the line that we will all forget about it. Even know, yeah. You're saying right now, no, no, I'm going to remember. I'm going to be on my cap's ass in ten years. You're not going to remember. Yeah. He'll hey, remember if he's right. Yeah, but not if he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to bring this up before I get back to like what consoles can do to stop this cold, but people, like analysts, big people in the industry, tons of people, even at one point EA, said that PCs were going to be dead in a couple years. This was years ago. Not happening. Actually, PCs are in a resurgence because of graphical power over the consoles, and now EA themselves are even trying to push harder into PC. So we've seen them make forecasts like this before and it not happen. But like I was saying earlier, what I was getting to, you know, um, what I was saying about the PC is that, you know, the phones will never catch up to PC because the PC will always have the top-of-the-line tech because that's what they make it for first. Then they com- compact it for mobile phones, okay? Yeah, but, it doesn't get made small and then becomes bigger later. Yeah. <laughs> it works that way. Yeah, so, but all consoles have to do to stop this to to make to, to, to make this not happen uh is put expansion slots into the consoles like instead of like embedding the mo- the uh, the graphics into the motherboard um of the system or making it so that you can't you know take it out all they have to do is ma- make it an expansion slot and every year hey we got a new heart we got a new uh graphics card i mean the games will still work with the old graphics card, but if you want better graphics, you want faster frame rate, boom, buy this, $100. That's all they have to do. And then at that point, the mobile, the mobile development, will, or say the mobile graphics will not surpass consoles. Yeah, because they'll just go, oh, okay, you're, you're caught up to where, where we were last year? Okay, we're moving on now. Exactly. And as a matter of fact, if consoles did that, then PC would be in trouble. If you add yeah. mouse and keyboard to the console configuration, dude, it's over. That would kill PC gaming. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> see some of this stuff legitimately happening too, because I mean, this generation—it's been—I mean, it's been happening every generation. Consoles have become more and more computer-like, but this generation there was there was an exponential leap towards it. Still not. I'm not saying it's there. It's the PC guys, like, don't freak out. I'm not saying like throw out your computer and just have an Xbox or PS3. Obviously not. But it's just gotten so much closer. You know what I'm saying, Jared? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, actually, when I heard that the PS3 could use mouse and keyboard, I thought like, wow, that could actually be a major blow to PC. But then no, there's, there aren't a whole bunch of games that use like right. Unreal Tournament Three could use it, and that failed miserably on the PC as well as the PS3. So, um, you know, wah, wah, wah. exactly. So, you know, PS3 didn't really use it to advantage, but like if you have both consoles, can use mouse and keyboard, dude, forget about it. Like you know, that's thing. Like, yeah. th- like I mean, 
yes, the consoles will be more restrictive than a PC, so PC gaming wouldn't be totally dead. But at the same time, um, you'd have people who want to play on the consoles because the consoles will probably have a larger player base. You know, so you right. know, the, uh, you know, I uh, b- back to the topic at hand. What were we talking about again? We were talking about <laughs> mobile, how mobile uh, development is not going to eclipse console development. Oh, like, I had heard that it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was incorrect. Oh, you, okay. you know, Mike, uh, Mike uh, Caps. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, I mean, like he's talking like they're going to stagnate. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they're not going. The consoles will do stuff. They're going to add extra features. They're going to do stuff to make you want them. Like, for example, um, as much as Apple wants Blu-ray to go away, it's not going away. Yes, it is being adopted slowly, but it is not going away. Okay, um, especially and I, and I know people say, well, there's not big, there's not a big difference between Blu-ray and DVD. If you say that, you need to buy another TV because your TV sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep hearing stuff like that. Oh, HG's not even that much better. Like you're yeah. that means you're, shut up. Yeah, that means you're not watching on the right TV. Exactly. Like there, there has been not a single person that has came to my place and watched a Blu-ray over a D. Oh, watched the Blu-ray and it wasn't like, oh my god, like this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, As like heard, then you need to get new friends. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I mean, like, like you know, Blu-ray's not going anywhere. You're gonna to want to play the console. I mean, you're gonna to want to, you know if you have a console that can play that can play Blu-ray, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? You'll do it that way. What I'm expecting, what I'm expecting, is for the consoles to be like, okay, people like the mobile game, fine. Why don't you hook your iPhone up to this console and play it on the big screen? Boom, right yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of you fumbling with your TV, like the back of your TV, trying to plug this in, you just boop right into the front of the console, and you now you play it. And maybe it could do other stuff. Maybe it'll sync your playlists. Maybe it'll, you know, it'll let you play music from your from your i from your iPhone or whatever device. You know what I'm saying? Like the console development is not going to stand still. Why do people keep saying this? You know what I'm saying? People want to grab headlines, and like like I said, that they want to like five to ten years from now, they want to be like. Remember that we were the ones who told you first this would yeah. happen. Of course, we made about 15 other predictions. Those were all wrong, but we're not talking about them today. Yeah. I'm, that I'm, one thing that we said that one time was right. <laughs> I'm making a list of names of we're people so uh, of, of these doomsayers, and they better hope I don't get into <laughs> doomsayers. <GBC>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, let's, the, yeah. I'm making a list right now. First doomsayer, Mike Caps. And we're going to go back. We're going to do some back episodes. And <laughs> uh, Satoru Iwata. Of Nintendo, uh, <laughs> the guy. Then the guy who said Nintendo was doomed. Yeah, I gotta get his name. We keep forgetting that guy's name. We remember you. We know you're out there, whoever you are. Yeah, but we can't remember your name, dude. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, we're we're gonna make a doomsayers list. We're gonna make a section on the site, and we're gonna keep it up there. <laughs> and their doom prediction. Legion of doomsayers. You know what I'm gonna do? I think we're gonna try to make it in the shape of the Mayan calendar. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be awesome. That's what really happens in 2012. The world doesn't end. Just every video game technology that was popular ends. That's what happens. Yeah. So. We game now a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we had this conversation because I think that's going to be sweet. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's get a move on. We actually have one more item we wanted to talk to you about, and it is about unlimited power or unlimited detail. That sounds like a lot of power. 
yeah. detail. Yeah. But either way, it's unlimited, so how can you even measure it? I don't know. Wow, just blew your mind, didn't I? It's okay. Take time to pick up your your brain Does fragments off the ground. unlimited ruler? Anybody? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so, Nick. Um, they weren't prepared. We'll let them prepare next time. I wasn't either. So, uh... Oh, that's nice. I just tried to go to Kotaku, and I'm getting a service unavailable. Gotta pay those bills, guys. Um, oh. So, uh... Basically, the uh, there's a company called Euclidion. Okay? They are claiming... Oh, actually, let me explain something first, for those who don't know. Um, games are put together... And polygons, okay? Like, everything you see is broken down into polygons. Okay? 3D games. 3D games, that is. It's broken down into polygons. The more polygons you have, the more realistic um, you can make games look, okay? You know, that's how. That's why, you know, games just look so blocky, and now, you know, things are more rounded, and the characters look more realistic because they have more polygons to make the shapes, um, that's really what the, the power of the system does for you. It allows you to render more polygons in real time. Uh, their technology, um, well, they have a technology that is supposed to boost the detail up to, well, they said up to over a million times, or the, 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 the equivalent of the polygon count, they can boost it over a million times over. Okay. Um, and basically, they do this by using instead of using polygons, which are flat squares, they use these uh, what they called atoms, but in reality are called voxels. <laughs> but in the video, that's going to be in the show notes, and hopefully Kotaku is back up by the time the show note by the time you know this podcast is up. Yeah, come but, on, guys, help us out. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> basically, um, you know what what voxels are? They're round. So instead of like I guess piecing people together in polygons, they take you know, a whole bunch of these voxels or atoms, and they build the models, you know, piece for piece. And they call them atoms because that's what we're, we're made of, atoms. Yeah, um, it makes sense. I don't I, see too many polygon people walking around. Yeah, exactly. I don't see... <laughs> <laughs> Something yeah. looks off with Bill lately. Have you seen him? <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think he, he went polygon on us. He's kind of flat in the back. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, like... You know, you're like, okay, they're going to build with atoms or round, round surfaces as opposed to square flat surfaces. Um, basically, what this means is that there are going to be no flat ground textures. Like right now, pretty much, you know, your ground is flat minus a couple of pumps they may put into it. But like the the ground that you look at, and I'm not talking about like the grass, unless you're looking, at, unless you're playing like Counter Strike, <laughs> 1.6. But um, you know, when you look at the ground, all it is is a, a an image. It's an image they put over it to make it look like you know more realistic, like the ground. Like now, instead of it being an image, now it's actually like the ground. You know what I'm saying? It's making it, it's like yeah. millions of pieces of dirt put together to make the ground. Which sounds really freaking cool. Yeah, like that's the thing, you know. And like you know, ba- you know how like if you if you look into the distance really far, most of the time, like especially in older games, you know, it's a it's a, like a cardboard background. Like yeah. I, I went back and played Max Payne, like the original Max Payne, like sometime last year, uh, because I bought it on Steam Summer Sale for like two dollars. And um, okay, when the level loaded up, I'm like, wow. I'm inside of a box, 
and I was outside. I was outside, dude. Like, I was like outside driving the police. Oh, not driving the police car, but driving the police car. I'm like, wow, I'm totally in a box right now. This is it's funny. Amazing. I uh, you can go back to games they haven't played in so long, and like you have one one memory in your head, and then you actually play it, and you're like, oh man, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it it didn't seem that bad when I was playing it like, 15 right. years ago or whatever. Obviously, not like playing 15, but you know. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, even, like, you have more realistic blades of grass because instead of just being textures, they'll actually be constructed with these little atoms. Um, they showed a video of a palm tree. And that, <laughs> I've seen palm trees in real life, guys. Okay. But, like, I didn't realize, like, they showed a picture of a palm tree in Crisis 2, and I'm like, well, that looks pretty good for a palm tree. And then they showed it with the actual, with the new tech. I'm like, oh, that's so- what it, that's what a palm tree actually looks like. Like, You have to see the video because, like, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, the little, like, pieces of bark coming out the side. Yeah, like, that's what it really (laughs) looks like. Oh, man. Like, yeah, that's, they're right. You know, also, um, another thing, uh, character models will be built completely using these atoms, which means, like, right now, the character models are usually... Well, they are polygons, and then they just apply more polygons to make them appear rounder. But if you go down deep, they're actually still, like, you know, so, you know, flat surfaces. Yeah. Since they have that, like, it's going to be, like, to build skins, and, you know, and things like that. That's trickeries. Exactly. It's going to look way more realistic because now they will actually build the eye sockets. They will be eye sockets and real eyes. Well, not real eyes, but virtual, like, eyes really put into the eye sockets. And they'll have individual teeth and real individual fingers, you know, stuff like that. I'm glad they're not actually real. I, I thought they were just, like, Grab people off the street for a minute there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you just see, like, there's, like, you know, a, a report on CNN, homeless missing. <laughs> you I know. think I saw this guy with a cup a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> now he's gone, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the, the, it looks really cool. It, 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 sounds, it sounds really cool, I should say, actually. As I pointed out to Jared before we started recording, um, you know, and, and he says so in the video. These guys aren't artists; they're tech people. They don't really have any artists on staff, so it's not really like the you're not gonna watch it and be like, "Oh wow, this is beautiful." You really watch it and you're like, "Wow, this has the potential to be amazing," and it definitely does. But from what I understand, Jared, there's been some people that are saying this is a bunch of crap. Oh yeah, like it's most all- of. The majority of the development community is actually the same people. people. The same people he needs to make this are saying that it's it's crap. Like um, Marcus Person, who's the person? He's oh he who is the person? Um, (laughs) He's the guy who made Minecraft. Okay, he says it's very pretty and impressive piece of technology. He says, but they're carefully avoiding to mention any of the drawbacks, and they're well, excuse me, they're pretending. Like, what they're doing is something new and impressive. In reality, it's been done several times before. And in the Kotaku link, um, they actually have two engines that used voxels before, but I never really heard of them. Okay. Yeah, this is that's news to me, too. Yeah. Um, he, actually, he, he goes so far as to call these people snake oil salesmen. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty scathing. One thing that he mentioned, one thing he brought up that I didn't even think about, um, and once again, I'm not a 3D artist, or you know, I don't make games. Um, 
but he's saying how difficult it's going to uh, be to animate these atoms. I mean, right now, you just have the polygons. You have to animate the polygons. There's far less. But then you have, like, I, I, I can't remember how many po- atoms fit in, like, one square, one square inch of a polygon, but it's, like, millions. Uh, like, you talked a lot of really big numbers. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Dr. Evil level, like, 100 bajillion, million, zillion, quadrillion, billion, quadrillion, quadrillion. Yeah, it, it was a lot. Perhaps so, a real number would be more effective. Yeah, when you get down <laughs> to the base of it, like you have to animate all of those things at the same time. And he was saying how difficult it was going to be to actually do that. And they also bring out the point that throughout the entire video, they show you tons of stuff. Never once talk about how they do it. Not once. Yeah. So like, the, there is a lot of skepticism in you know in the community according to uh you know the the guys that uh include on they're saying they're gonna have a dev kit out in a few months yeah and so, so i'm curious like yeah like they at this point they may want to not necessarily stop defending but just get that dev kit out send it to a couple artists and let the artists do the talking for them like hey look this is what i did yeah i i think so i mean it, it's hard to get like excited by just watching the video. Like if you just watch the video with the sound turned off and don't hear him explaining what's going on, you just be like, okay, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And a lot of it's it's like, what, what's this going to be like in motion? Yeah. You and know, when there's like he talks about he does talk about that. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to listen to, to his explanation because it's like what what happens when there are just all kinds of characters on screen, bullets are flying, things are blowing up. You know, right. that's a lot. It's very taxing on the system. That's yeah. why there's polygon limits. That's precisely why. Like at some point, it's say, okay, we cannot have the characters look any more realistic, or we're going to be at like three frames per second. Right. And I mean, they really, if they did one thing, they really need to explain how they're able to produce so many of these. Well, their 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 technical term form is point clouds, um, point cloud atoms. Right. Um, they need to explain how they're able to make get so many of them on screen or you know loaded and not give you performance not, not have it kill the performance and that's what they really really need to explain yeah obviously and like you said it, it'll be a different story when you see artists see we'll see what they can do with it yeah i'm not willing to comp- i'm not completely saying get like oh this is obviously crap this will never work you know obviously i i mean on the one hand i guess i gotta give the guy from minecraft the benefit of the doubt is tearing into it obviously he knows far more about this stuff than i do like you said, you know, we're not game designers. We're not artists. You know, I don't work for a tech company. <laughs> yeah. But. We're just some dudes, know. man. We're just dudes. Yeah. General dudes. <laughs> yeah. Who complain about EA. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have to say, but it, you, like you said, if this comes out in like a few months and like people start touring around with it, then, you know, yeah, we will see pretty soon. And then we'll, we'll know. Maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe this is the next big thing. Maybe this is like developers get it and like oh this was bullshit that guy from minecraft was right persons because yeah, if, if it yeah. is real if it is real like it'll be a huge jump in graphics huge oh jump. yeah yeah and one reason one thing that makes me think this may not this uh, makes me really agree, kind of agree with the skepticism of uh you know uh mark or marcus i should say the fact that uh epic Crytek, Dice, none of these guys with major engines 
or id, you know, with the id tech five, none of them are have even said anything. They haven't blinked an eye. They haven't sneveled, sneezed. Yeah. They haven't said anything because usually when stuff like this happens, you got somebody from a competing sector, like especially when they have it, when you have when somebody else has a product that is clearly superior to theirs, they're like, oh no, pfft, nah, don't believe that. Use our stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Yeah, they, especially they wanna, with Unreal. Yeah, the they, new Unreal update coming out. Yeah, they want to lock you into their tech, like you know, like <laughs> they haven't said anything. They just like looked at it, yawned, and went back to sleep. <laughs> that's how. Yeah. They, that's basically what happened. So, you know, until hey, buddy, whatever. Yeah, until you know, until they actually show some proof, it's kind of like, mm, is it really going to happen? I don't know. But I will tell you this: if they are telling the truth, and in a couple months they do have a dev kit that works well, we're going to see some scrambling. <laughs> we are oh, going to see that. some scrambling, you know, oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like all the all the middleware producers, like you're mentioning, are going to be like, oh crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we should have prepared for this, you know. Yeah. Mike Cap's going to get a call at 3 o'clock in the morning from Cliffy B, panting, <laughs> breathing heavily <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> like, calm down, calm down, oh, Cliffy. What this? happened? Sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a paper bag, and he's breathing into the paper bag. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, thank you. That was very good. That was very good. Yeah. It, I think it really brought the the life to the audience. Let us know I what you so. think. Yeah. Yeah, so. I can't see what we're talking about, so got to go over the top. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see. It, it, I hope it is. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I hope this is the next big thing. I really do. I hope the guy from Minecraft is dead wrong and this, this really works. It does everything he says it will. Because like you said, Jared, if so, this is going to blow everything you've seen away. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of technologies come out every year that you hear a little bit about or you don't hear about at all. And you suppose, like, this is the next greatest thing ever. And then it just kind of quietly fizzles when people realize, no, it's not. It's yeah. Crap. <laughs> yeah, pretty There's much. There's reasons why things are done the way they are. But it's, it's you know, I'm glad to see somebody trying something different out there, though. And, and you know, trying to say, like, hey, just because this is the way it's always been done doesn't mean it's the best way and we always have to do it like that. Yep. So yeah, that's uh, that's all we got. Right, we did cover a lot of stuff today. It was a busy, busy week. And just to think, like <laughs> there was stuff that we cut out. Yeah. Yeah, we could have went old school two hour podcast on you. You know, <laughs> me and uh, you know, Mixmaster Nick over here. <laughs> we could keep going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But. I'll search the internet right now for other doomed things. Yeah, for other doomsayers. Um, so, let's see what we got here. In terms of stuff coming out next week, uh, Cave Story 3DS, um, which, that's going to be good. Uh, yeah. Puck a Power Up DS, not, and Puzzle World 2 DS, eh, might want to skip it. Unless you're really into one of those two. If you knew the names of those, like I still don't, I have no visual image when I say those names. If you do, you're probably gonna you should probably get it because that means you know too much about it. Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're clearly very interested if you really know what that is. Exactly. I'll put it this way, Nick Santagio has a three DS and he's not getting this stuff. <laughs> so if that means anything to you at all, which it probably doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um Sniper Ghost Warrior extended edition for the three sixty. Um we have a review of for Sniper Ghost Warrior but for PC. Um don't remember the score, so check it out when you get a chance. I might put it into the into the show notes if you're interested in that. But I don't think it was a bad game. I think it was like, I think it was all right. So depending on the price point, it may be worth it to help get you through the summer slump. Sn- summer, sni- uh, 
Sniper Ghost Warrior? Sniper Isn't Ghost it? Warrior Extended Edition. So I don't know exactly what they're extending. Well, <laughs> but, uh, uh, maybe quite a bit because we gave it a 2.8. Oh, okay. So, it, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe want to uh, skip it. You know, maybe want to wait for El Shaddai the next week over. Ascension yeah. of the Metatron. So. All right. We'll be ascending finally. After that game was delayed. It was supposed to be out in July. It got pushed back. I think there's a demo out now, isn't there? I haven't played it, but I won't, I'm pretty sure there's a demo out. Actually, so, no. Um, oh, for Sniper Ghost Warrior on the 360? I was talking about Metatron. Oh, uh, for Metatron. Or I, should I? Oh, okay. I'm pretty, sure there's, I'm pretty sure there's a demo up on 360 right now for that. Okay. I am... Uh, we, oh, we, I should say, we asked some questions. Well, we asked a question. Well, technically speaking, two questions last week uh, regarding um, the 3DS and the Vita. Uh, basically, we want to know if uh, the price change of the 3DS would make you change your mind about getting one, uh, you know, or if it would let, make you get one over the PS Vita. Like, uh, once again, we got two responses, so that's better than zero. Yeah. Thank you, too. Um, you guys rock. Yes, you guys, you definitely do rock. <laughs> you get 200 points in our arbitrary point system. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, Admiral, Admiral Mikey, who he was one of the the ones who uh, responded last week, uh, he says he already owns a 3DS, um, and that he thinks that the you know the 20 free games that he's getting as, as opposed to the price drop is a nice gesture they did not have to do. So that yeah. is a very valid point. <laughs> I think that is a very valid point. Nintendo did not have to give you 20 free games. Um, you know what? I think that. Nintendo was a little embarrassed about this whole thing, Jared. Oh, yeah. yeah, only only six months in, and they're dropping the price, but it's eighty dollars. Is that right? Oh, 70, seventy bucks. Seventy dollars. Whatever. That, you know, it's large chunk of change. Six months in, that's unprecedented. You don't drop the price of your console handheld. Sorry, six months in, and Nintendo. For those who who you know kind of missed the last twenty some years, they've dominated the handheld market since nineteen eighty nine. When the original Game Boy came out with Tetris, a lot of other people tried to muscle in, but Nintendo has had complete control over it. The PSP came the closest, but even that, obviously, it was successful. Don't get me wrong; we got blown away by the DS. Um, so clearly, Nintendo has kind of got their tail between the legs, and they—I think they actually legitimately feel bad about this. So they're giving away 20 games, and most of these are great games. None of them are bad games, and most of them are great games. I'm not terribly excited, like I said earlier in the show, just because I've been a Nintendo fan since the NAS and Game Boy games days. So I pretty much have all these games already on various systems. But I'm happy that they're that they're doing something. Like it, it still makes me feel like, okay, you know, I plunked down two hundred and fifty dollars and now you're giving me something in return. Whereas most of the time you just get nothing. It's like exactly. oh well exactly. You know, that's what like, you get for supporting us. Right, exactly. Um you know, he all. Uh, me personally, I think that uh, uh, I don't necessarily think. Well, you know, they, you're right. They are embarrassed, but I think this just shows that they are for the customer. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's different. Like you know, with Sony, they gave away that free stuff, and it wasn't even that great free stuff. It, well, they gave away free stuff because they feared user revolt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was well, some crappy giveaways. So. Yeah, you know, with Nintendo, they didn't really have to worry about a re- user revolt. You already bought the system. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you already bought the 3DS. Um, there really is no comparable handheld on the market right now until the Vita comes out. So, And most of the people who bought it at this point 
are pretty major Nintendo fans. Exactly. So, you know, they I think this shows that they are really for the customer, so I'll give him a pat on the back for that. Uh, Admiral Mikey all, also says that he would have been fine with nothing if Nintendo actually made an effort to put good original games on the con- on the system. Uh, Very good point, Mikey. And you know, to make it I feel your it. pain. Okay, I, I only the only two games I have for it, I have Ocarina of Time, um, which of course I also have on the N64 and on the GameCube, <laughs> whichever you go with the tennis re-releases. It was a fantastic remake, though, and Resident Evil, which is kind of crap, to be honest. It's not fun. It's bad. Yeah, and there's only one save file. Bad form. Yeah. Oh, and I have an Excite Bike 3D because that was free download. Sweet. How many times are they gonna re-release that one? There we go again. Forever. But it was free, so you cannot complain. Yeah. And they made it 3D now. It's kind of neat. Nice little distraction. Yeah. But I feel your pain, Mike. And hopefully they they clear things up. You got Star Fox coming in September, which is looking pretty cool. But you know, again, it's another N64 remake. And then we got Mario with the re- Return of the Raccoon Suit coming up down the road in Mario Kart. It'll pick up. I'm sure it will. I just don't know if it's going to be like the DS, which had so many games. Well, I think, you know, now that they've been humbled a bit, I think they're going to try to bounce back and actually do some good with this. Uh, we did have another comment from Wookie BH, and he actually commented on the site. So go Wookie. Um, you rock, dude. You rock. And uh, he said, well, what if you don't plan on getting either 3DS or Vita? And I guess my 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 return question is like, will the price change make a difference now? Like, is once you know yeah. what one seventy nine? Like, you know, the Vita is still two fifty, so you're like, eh, too much for a handheld. But like with the one seventy nine, um, is that enough? Hey, I'll buy that. So yeah, you jumping in on that now, especially since the Vita, you're gonna have to wait at least uh, at least like five months for probably longer. We really don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe it'll be five months to the day. We we don't know, but so yeah. you know, we'll we'll see. Let us know. Yeah, well, let, uh, definitely let us know. I guess I'll ask a, another question to to go in uh, for this week. Um, so I guess my question is going to be uh, about it's about it's not necessarily it's not directly on the EA season ticket. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's I guess it's regarding that little talk we had about it, but um. With these 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 passes and season tickets uh, that are coming out from companies like Rockstar, EA, uh, Ubisoft, I think it's only going to increase. Do you like these deals, or do you think it's just another way for them to suck you dry? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, <laughs> I predict not too many people are going to respond that they like them. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Let's not TLO from EA listens to our podcast. <laughs> well, think <laughs> think about it. Like with the Rockstar pass. If you were to buy all of the DLC for L.A. Noir, you would make out with the Rockstar Pass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you actually do on that one. And even with this EA season ticket, if you use it, it will come in handy. You know what I'm saying? If you buy DLC for sports games, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you're that crazy, if you suck up every bit of content that comes out EA sports-wise, then... Yeah. But you know, there are some people who, like, that, that creative thing that they were talking about for FIFA, there's a lot of people who are really into that type of stuff. Building the teams and managing and stuff like that. What'd you say? 
I said, have you been to Europe lately? There's a few people over there that are interested in soccer. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, there are a lot of people who are into that whole like, really thing. really into it, like you're saying. Yeah, so, I mean, they, like, if you use that stuff, it may definitely be worth it. I mean, when we speak from it, like, we don't think it's worth it because we don't use it. <laughs> you know, but, like, people who are into sports may actually use it, you know, speaking objectively. So, you know, do those, those, those the, these, uh, I guess these... Let's call them publisher passes. Let's give them a name because nobody's given a name yet. You heard it first here on MTV. Publisher passes. That's what they're called. So shall it be done. Just branded in this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we have to like you know uh, you know etch it into the internet now. Publisher yeah, passes. Yeah. We we just got a big rubber stamp out. Bam! It's on the internet. Yep. There You're you right go. though because everyone's calling it something other something other. Yeah. Just, it's it's all pretty much same variation. Some or different variation of the same thing though. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Do you do you like publisher passes? Do you not like publisher passes? Uh, give us your thoughts on them. You don't have to answer us with yes or no. You can say how you feel. You really can. You can cry a little bit too if you want to. That's okay. I mean, I'd rather you didn't. But... Yeah, me either. <laughs> so. <laughs> Must. We would prefer crying over nothing. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap us up here. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can, you know, same old thing. You can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash buttons. Um, if you listen to the MASHcast on a regular basis, just subscribe to the iTunes feed. That way you get it automatically. It's, we try to get, you know, get it so that it's in your iTunes Monday morning doesn't always happen though so um you know just subscribe to the itunes feed which if you go to the site um you inside the post for the mass cash you will see the, the link for itunes and uh you know while you're there rate us five stars why don't you <laughs> that'd be that'd Six, be awesome let you oh yeah um just a little star in there on your monitor yeah exactly that, check that, that off do what Nick says. <laughs> don't do not do that. We don't need to be sued. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, find us on iTunes. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mash those buttons. You can find us on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash MTB site. And um, if you have anything to say to us, any comments, you know, let us know on Twitter. You know, tweet us. And, you know, we're, we're, we're nice guys. We talk back. You know, ask Admiral Mikey. We talk back. So, so yeah, just definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, um, we love hearing from you guys. Seriously, even if you are gonna send us like hate mail, I would love to hear that too. If you absolutely hate this entire thing that we did, I want to hear about it. Yeah, like if we're complete idiots and don't know what yeah. we're talking about, let us know. Yeah, and if I'm just, an idiot, obviously I don't know. I need you to tell me. Yeah, just definitely make sure you send us your address though. That's the most important part <laughs> when you send the hate mail. Yeah, okay? definitely. Uh, yeah, we'll send somebody by. Yeah, with a thank you package. Definitely. Totally, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, any uh, any complaints, questions, comments, concerns, just hit us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, on the site itself. You know, we're pretty, like I said, we respond and be like when you guys talk to us, so we talk back. Um, well, enjoy all those, you know, that stuff that's coming out. Yeah, so, you know. Um, great stuff we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like I said, that's going to wrap us up here. And uh, next week, I believe Rob should be back with us. And hopefully Nick will be with us and we'll have the whole crew here again. Because I know on the 19th, like, uh, well, I should say the 22nd, yeah, you will not be here. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, then so, it is the 19th. You were right the first time. Yeah, but they're not going to hear it until the 22nd. Oh, that's so. true. You're right. Yeah. Damn. Yep, yep. Yeah. But um Yeah, we actually recorded this thing before you guys hear it. Yeah, crazy yeah. that sounds. We don't record it on huh? Monday morning, yeah. Nuts. 
All right, but yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna let you go now because like I'm gonna go play some StarCraft and Nick is probably gonna go play some Halo. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, thanks for listening, guys, and you guys have a good night. All right, take care, everybody. Look forward to hearing from you.